Another episode of Christian Days Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 8, Episode 38. Chris, a little bit of a slower episode today, but still plenty going on, plenty to discuss. Where would you like to start? Well, we started with a bit of Tasha, Dave, being indecisive. Who would have knew? Who <laughs> would have knew? <laughs> he made, Andrew had the audacity to make a pancakes, Dave, and she was doubting him again, and she's still a connection with Billy. And I'm like, oh, this is exhausting. This is like <laughs> the one relationship in the villa I've had enough of. It's been seven weeks of this cat and mouse game of her committing, pulling out, Andrew sucking, her committing again, Dave. We don't, we don't need it now. I'm completely exhausted. And and what I found interesting was off the back of that, they panned to every single couple in the day in the beds when they were asleep. And I think we had Ekinsu, Davide, and Luca Gemma, the only couples. And that for seven, well, sixth week in Love Island, that is pretty bad. Yeah, you mentioned pulling out there. Um <laughs> <laughs> Luca and Gemma, right? <laughs> what was going on there? Yeah, I saw that. Underpants. <laughs> the old underpants came off, you know, and he was he was on top of her. So I'm not sure Michael Owen would appreciate that. But anyway, yeah. So sorry, get being childish there with the, the pulling out thing that you said. Tasha and Andrew, my God. I I, I just I can't be any more bored with them. I, I, I just, the only thing I long for is just that Andrew gets tied up again and starts talking about, you know, sucking or licking a tit or whatever. But um, no, the whole back and forth is so infuriating. And, and I'd said it yesterday when, you know, she poured her heart out to Andrew. Oh, they'd made up. We'd had the romantic music and everything. And she's like, oh, but I don't want to close myself off to you, Billy. You know, if that's on the outside, <laughs> that's, those, both of those things are happening. Oh, without a doubt. So, um, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I'm just like, okay, get off my screen. I want to get to the drama because I'd seen first look earlier in the day. Um, and I was just honestly waiting for the Dabba and Ekinsu kickoff. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I'm going to back Ekinsu, Dave, if I'm honest, because I don't necessarily think she did anything wrong. And I thought she dealt with it really well. I thought, you know, she's a bit flirty. She acknowledged that. He's obviously hurt because of what she did with Jay. I think it was an ego thing anyway with him because she'd had the audacity of, you know, kiss someone other than the great Davide. However, he is sort of right. But in this situation, I'm backing Ekin to if I'm being honest, Dave. Yeah, although what I'll, what I'll say is I, th- I think Davide was acting a bit of a tool there. Yeah. Um, but I can kind of understand... It's one of those, if you're looking at it very surgically, you'd say, well, either be in the relationship or don't be in the relationship. If you can't get past that trust issue, you're not going to move forward. And and with what's happened, I don't think Davide is going to get over that. And that was the, that's what spawned our whole reality radar debates and wars or what have you. <laughs> I just don't think he'll ever get over it. I don't think there is a future with this couple at all. I don't think he'll get over that. But that doesn't mean for the show, they can't kind of, you know, in lieu of having a better option, 
I think, for, for Davide. I don't see him naturally being a better fit with any of the other girls that, that have been in, either who's in now or in Casa Amor. And so, you know, I, basically for a couple of weeks, he was just taking the piss out of her relentlessly. And she was just, you know, she was just still going after him. She was deflecting, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't bothered. It was all just bouncing off her, all the criticisms and stuff. And sure, they ended up back together. And, and even I'm a believer, but, but with this, it just, I, I think Jay, sorry, not Jay, that was the original one, with Adam coming in, who is more like, you know, you would think would be suited to Ekinsu because the Castle and guys were, were boys, weren't we? She going to couple up with Jack fucking Keating? No. Yeah. She's not going to couple up with Billy. None of those guys were right for Ekinsu or, or were a threat to Davide at all. But Adam is a little bit. Adam is, you know, he's tall, he's good looking, great body, you know, great chat. So Davide suddenly feels threatened and then back come all those insecurities as well so yeah i think i think davide was you know probably more in the wrong um but uh, you know I, I can see where he's coming from as well yeah and, and i did think you were going to say adam shaft then dave so i, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether it is <laughs> what i say to chris is that is, is that um What's the, what's the thing? Ekinsu, right? She's so expressive. You know, if you're flicking across the channels, I think it's Channel 4 that do it on a Sunday or something, and you always have the person in the bottom of the screen doing the sign language for a, a TV show. Ekinsu communicates like that. She was speaking to Adam after you had all these different conversations because Davide pulled Adam for a chat. Ekinsu was having a chat with the girl saying, oh, he's pushing me away. And then when she's speaking to Adam and she's saying... He's pushing me away. It's like it's like she's speaking to someone who doesn't speak English. So she has to make the the gestures to to like make it make yeah. them understand what she means. I, I'm I'm actually doing it now, Chris. I'm like, she's he's pushing me away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's brilliant. She she's so like made for the camera quite honestly she, she is to be fair and you're right Dave because when you said it I was like oh yeah it does it looks like when you and you said this didn't you in Discord tonight you were like yeah it's like when you're asking for the bill in Spain and someone you're like put your hand I'm doing it now you put your hand on your, your, your palm and go <laughs> do you do that? yeah yeah I do it all the time I'm doing it now I can have the bill I even do that when I'm over here you know from a distance like have the bill <laughs> they must go oh fuck off yeah. this is a dick <laughs> I think it's a dad thing you know I remember my dad doing it I think oh dad don't don't do that. You look like a dick. And then I, I just find myself doing it. I do it as well. Like, I don't have an imaginary invisible check in my palm. I don't have to write it. So, yeah. It's mad, that, isn't it? Well, you know, you know what made me laugh, Dave? Adam gets his dates, done not he? So he takes Summer, Danica and Paige on a date. Um, Summer, interesting. Summer after we Summer's date. I mean, we haven't had a lot of airtime with her and everything. I know, like, the way the... That DJ's got absolute fuck all time at all, and Josh got yeah. a bit more, which is bizarre. I like DJ as well, good guy, but American accent, Dave. It was doing my fucking head in. It's no wonder she's had no airtime if she's doing that stupid American accent. I don't know what it was, but it was so infuriating every time she did it. I mean, at first, it was all right, and then it was like, why are you doing this? And apparently, didn't you say that they're all talking in an American accent in some of the some of the parts? No. I 
just in Love Island, just occasionally. I mean, the thing is, Summer is doing it more and more. I, I Like I said, we haven't really seen her on screen that much. But, you know, she was doing it on the date. She was doing it a bit later on the beanbags. It's just like, what are you doing? Why are you speaking like that? Well, I've heard like, even in this season, I've heard Dammy, you know, say the occasional thing like in an American accent. But uh, the thing it made me think of, Chris, is... What kind of person puts on an American accent for entertainment purposes? <laughs> eh? what, what kind of person would like sit at home and record themselves doing a podcast <laughs> about Man United? Oh, no. Completely, really? 100% in like a Texas American accent. I, I can't think who would do that. <laughs> What a fucking hypocrite I am. Right. All right. Fair enough. Point proven. I'll fucking park that comment. Oh my God. Thank God that is nowhere to be seen. Now. Well, we're going to talk about me. Oh, no. And the best was our friend Ben, obviously, he's one of your closest friends, said, Is Chris ill? Is he okay? Is he having some sort of breakdown? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I'm so Is he glad. having a stroke or something? <laughs> I'm so glad I deleted any trace of that podcast. Oh my god. Where <laughs> you going? I don't get it. You've, you've, you've done this accent for 10 minutes. What's going on? Yeah. It wasn't a good accent at all. I don't know what I even now I'm cringing. I can't even say it was like 10 years ago. It was about fucking two years ago. Oh, Dave, it must have been locked down. It must have just done things to me. Oh my God, that's terrible. Right, fuck off, Dave. Anyway, let's talk about God. something else. So, <laughs> um, you know, one thing made me laugh, Dave, is Danica gets on that date with Adam and it's literally, and we were laughing about it. So it's literally that, and it where do you see yourself in five years you know can you give me an example where you're in a sticky situation you had to get out of it what you did and what tools you brought to the table it's so it's so formulated the way she speaks it's so um formal everyone online is laughing saying i want danica to write my my company emails or come with me as my pa <laughs> look she's a lovely girl what made me piss dave is fucking billy after this day they're all in the gym and everything and danica is stretching now i've got to be honest dave me and sam are watching it and i was discording it you know twitter i'm writing notes for the show and you know in the moments where you sort of get caught out and you're looking and you're like <laughs> i don't want to look because i'm gonna get a punch in the face because sam is right next to me but that was a heck she can do some stretching dave that's all i'll say but all of a sudden billy's like oh danica wait a minute She's single. Yeah. She's flexing in front of me. Maybe she's saying she's interested, you know? And then he's like, oh, I could pursue that. I'm like, fucking hell, Billy. That would have been your best way to stay in the villa with Danica, even if he doesn't like her. But uh, yeah. straight away, Dave, typical lad, because she's like, hang on a minute. She's flexible. Oh, I'm interested now. It was just... Very impressive, Dave. But I, I was, I was, I was actually making sure that I had my uh, hands covered over my genitalia in case Samantha decided to give me a whack, Dave. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think maybe they've given him a bit of a cheeky edit there. The editors, they, they may have had loads of other conversations, but they've just made him look like a bit of a ledge, you know, just <laughs> looking at her stretching away there, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it should. Uh, Maybe should couple up with her. I mean, why wouldn't you? The, he knows there must be a recoupling or something coming up. So, you know, he's been back. He's he's 
trying a few things, you know, got nowhere with uh, the girls that he's trying it on with. So, you know, if you've got someone there who's single, why wouldn't you just try and couple up? But I think we've talked about the formal kind of business way of communicating that, that Danica has. But actually, on the day, I thought, all right, it wasn't completely not that, but I thought she was a little bit better. I felt like she was a little bit more relaxed with Adam than we've seen her before. Yeah, I think you're right. You did say that at the time. And when we were discussing it tonight, I was like, yeah, I think you're right. I think she's just a nice girl, Dave. And I think um, that tweet we got possibly, maybe she's on the spectrum, you know, like you, you mm, we discussed yeah, in that. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I, I wanted to get with someone. She's she's quite a harmless person. She's really nice. There's nothing offensive about her. She's, she's No, I know when she came in, she's like, I'm going to just step on toes and that. But they all have to say that. The producers tell them to say that. But she's come across as a really nice person. I think she deserves to get with someone, even if it's just for the remainder of the show. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm sort of, I, I, I just find her non-offensive. I think she's just a nice girl. Hopefully it is. I don't think Adam's the right guy for her because I think he was showing more of an interesting page, which... Which was weird because this afternoon we'd got a couple of tweets from this Love Island pet store. I don't know where it's from. We've had two there today. One saying that Paige has left the, the villa and one saying that Davide's left the villa. And I don't think either of them is true, but Chris, not researching anything, put it on Facebook, Dave. And I don't know whether it's true. What, but what, what did he say? What account was it from? So like Love Island pet store or something it was called. Yeah, the well-known Love Island insider account. <laughs> <laughs> It was all over Twitter and we'd seen a bit of chat on Discord. But you know me, Dave, just dive in there. So I don't know whether that's true or not. But um, but Paige, I don't think Paige is going anywhere. I'd be very surprised if she has actually left. Yeah, I hope she stays. I don't think... Um, like, so we haven't mentioned Jax, have we? And obviously, you know, at the start of the episode, everyone was still quite upset about him going and everything, wanting to make sure he's okay. Again, the, the things aren't mutually exclusive, you know... I think we can disagree with some of his behavior and and, uh, how he's acted, but also, you know, hope that he's all right and everything. I I think Paige is kind of in that boat. She's definitely got feelings for him still, but I think she knows, you know, surely there were enough red flags to think, actually, you know, I hope, I really hope he's all right, but the right place for me right now is here. And, when the date started off with Adam, I, I thought she, she just wasn't interested at all. But as things wore on, I thought, well, actually, maybe she might be. She wasn't like, really flirty or anything. She just has that kind of warm persona, doesn't she, that, that it comes across quite well. So, yeah, I, I don't – unless something mad happens, you never know, dear. But um, unless something crazy happens in the next 24 hours, I, I don't see either of those two leaving. No, no, I don't. I don't. And my uh, information, again, is nothing to do with the reality radar, Dave. It was just um, something I'd seen online and took it as verbatim, like an absolute... <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's all on the internet. I'm believing it. So <laughs> I can bell end that I am. But, uh... Chris, I've got to ask you a question. Have you have you heard of this? Um, who's it? Jerry Hill? It wasn't Benny Hill, was it? What, what was her name? Jessica Hill, Hill was it? Jessica, was it Jessica? I don't know. Jess Hill, was it? I don't know. Have you, well, I think you've answered my question then. Becky Hill, That's it was. It. Have you heard of her? No, Dave. No, not at all. Don't know anything about her. I knew one of the songs, but I don't really listen to the charts, if I'm being honest, Dave. I'm at that stage where I like the old stuff, which is Oasis backwards, really. 
<laughs> so, so it stopped in the 90s or 2000s at least. Um, yeah, so, so I don't know. I just thought it was madly out of touch. Uh, or is it one of those, like, does every single Islander know who she is and or is it that the producers are prompting them oh this is who's going to come in you know you've got to basically behave like the beatles have just walked in or something you know just just go nuts i i think probably all of those are probably true (laughs) (laughs) i agree i agree with that and we did get luca and Gemma on a date dave didn't we which was really sickly and and there was a good chat and it does sound dave like Gemma's mum is a bit of a tyrant well i, I don't know I was, I was sort of drifting in and out of that conversation to be honest i just struggled to care about this couple chris i i don't know what it is it just i'm so bored of it um i think for me i just don't think luke is the right one for Gemma. Whatever we think mm. of Gemma and whatever we've said, and I stand by what we said at the start. I don't necessarily think it was her fault, but the, I said it yesterday. The producers forced her on us all, and that mm. baggage of a dad was sort of like, oh, she, I said, like, oh, yeah, she's, her dad's been giving backhanders or whatever to, to producers or whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> maybe I was a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a bit harsh there, but he's just Luca. I just don't find him, I just don't find that what he's into. And into her knowing the baggage we've got and everyone can change and it's, it's a growing thing and you, you change as a person I'm certainly I feel I feel I'm a better person than when I was 23 years old you know but in the same respect like obviously he's supposed to be yeah, 23 yeah, yeah. We, we know he's a bit older but I just think that the stuff we've read and how he's just ditched things to come in the show and that's that's what a lot of people do you find that they've dumped their girlfriend and boyfriend without even telling them and just gone on the show it just rings that he's going with what he thinks is going to make him the mm. most money, given the most profile. I think we might have a Liam and Millie situation because they've just split up, funny enough, um, today. They've just announced it. Yeah but, but, yeah. but maybe they're going for that. They're going for that year-long tour of money and endless things, and then it just fizzles out sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I could be way off, Dave, but it just feels like Gemma's in on him she doesn't see what everyone else sees but I think a mum might have a deciding factor if this if, if she is a, such a strong opinionator as what she's saying yeah maybe and on the day I mean he did acknowledge he did say about not being able to kick a football as well as her dad you know and we haven't really seen that much chat about Michael Owen have we but uh you could see there that obviously it's an open or not even an open secret. It's just open, isn't it? So, yeah, I, I'm just still very much questioning uh, intentions there. But, um, yeah, let's let's see how they go. But I, I kind of want to see them tested a little bit as well. I think, I, I, for me personally, I feel like I need that to actually, you know, um, get invested in them. I, I just think... Yeah. I don't think they're right for each other, but they're just very comfortable at the moment. But Chris, you skated over Liam and Millie uh, breaking up there. Very odd timing, don't you think? I mean, it's literally just after Casa Amor this season. So do you think that's that's maybe raised a few uncomfortable memories? Um, possibly. Possibly, because they've said she's never watched Casa Amor, but she might do now they're not together, Dave. So uh, she was too good for him, I thought, anyway, after what he did. Yeah, 
I I think so. And and uh, you know, ultimately, you've got. We've called it out a few times, haven't we? That you know the the lads this year seem to be playing the Liam uh, playbook. They're like, look, we'll have a great time in Castlemore. We'll do a bit of grafting when we come back, and you know, potentially fucking win the show. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm glad they've split up, but kind of glad that there's some kind of uh, closure. You know, to to you 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 have to own up to the things that you've done, and I I don't think certainly on the show that ever happened really. And then you know, by Millie avoiding watching Casa more, it seems like a bit of an ostrich approach to me. It's like, well, surely you would want to know if you if you are actually going to move forward in that relationship, you kind of need to know everything about this little. Uh, <clears throat> mishap yeah yeah that's true that's true and and it's a good thing in it because they look the most stable even though they you know they come out and won it and everything what he did was classic love island obviously quite similar to jack's but different outcome this year yeah. but yeah we'll see we'll see but dave we've had a slew of emails my friend so pick up a chair no, don't pick up a chair, Dave. Pull up a chair. If you pick up a chair, you might <laughs> want to throw it. Um, but we've got a few here. So we've got one from Nira. Nira, uh, sorry. It says, hi, Chris and Dave. I'm losing sleep over Ekinsu Time Bomb. When is it going to come out that she's got handsy with that guy from Casa? Gemma, in my opinion, is just treading water with Luca. She seems like such an intelligent girl, so for her to not recognise that Luca has more red flags than a communist march is a little suspicious for me. I hate to doubt the reality radar, Chris, but perhaps it's Davide and Gemma for the win. As a friendship couple, when all this shit goes down, Dave, I love how you wait three seconds before responding to anything that Chris says. I always think my connection has dropped out, then boom, there you are. That's fucking great, that. It makes me giggle every time I have adopted this delayed response in dealing with my teenagers. It makes me feel so powerful. Can't wait for the next hilarious podcast. Best regards, Nere. I'm still waiting on the Bertie Big Bollocks merch. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, I think sometimes it is thinking and trying to give a considered response. Other times it's just network lag. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, so you've not written that fucking email. <laughs> yeah. Is it another one from Maeve? Maeve. Maeve Hot Rocks. <laughs> right, so the next one. <laughs> Better show now, Dave. I've had loads of stick over Maeve. I don't want it. Right, here we go. <laughs> the next one's from me. Like, it says, Jack's popping off. Hey, guys. Love your podcast and think most of your comments are spot on. I do think that Gemma intentionally told Jax that Adam was slagging him off. I don't think it was an immaturity thing. I think that page was all for Jax, despite him being a massive hothead. And Gemma egged him on in order to get him to blow up so Paige would see how awful he is. Paige has been told multiple times that he's disrespectful to her and he obviously has issues, but was still invested in getting to know him. I don't think Gemma could have told her directly. Paige would just shrug it off as a bitter ex-girlfriend thing. I think Gemma did it as a last-ditch effort to get Paige to realise that Jax is bad news. Gemma doesn't seem the type to start drama for no reason. Girls protect their friends however they can, you know. Have a good, have a great one, Mila. So, yeah, you know what, Dave? That's a great uh, perspective, to be honest. I'm not for that. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a perspective, it's a theory. I still think... <sighs> I think deep down, you know, even though she's very pragmatic, Gemma, that, that we've seen very much like a dad, um, 
I think she also likes a bit of a shit stir as well. And I think probably, even though she kind of knows what Jax is like, so she kind of wants to wind him up. I don't know if she's thinking, you know, two steps ahead to think, all right, this will really fuck Jackson Page up. But I, I do think she just wanted to kind of stick the boot into Adam a little bit and like wind up Jacks a little bit, but it just, it probably went way further than she thought it was going to. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's just how I see it. No, good stuff. Good stuff. The next one's from my good friend, Denise. And she's put, I want Ekins who deserves better. I wanted to win, even if it means dragging David a sorry ass across the finish line. He constantly makes nasty, <laughs> nasty jives about her in front of her, behind her back, and gets away with it because he's Italian, so it sounds funny. But if you were to show clip after clip of the comments he's made against her, I bet it would be more hurtful than seeing him kiss other girls. Did he decide to pick up the baton where Jack's left off? He's had every opportunity to leave off and say, let's stay friends. How do you couple up with a sexy girl then get angry if she's got a vibrant personality to go with it? They want hot girls, but they want them to be passive. Mm-hmm. At this stage, she should just say, okay, David, hey, you, you want to prove I'm a cheater? Watch me strut over to Adam and plant a kiss on him in front of everyone and then do it. Her constant need to prove herself loyal to him is, dis- uh, is degrading. Bye for now, Denise. So, yeah, great email. Yeah, no, that's that's spot on. Uh, and we touched on that a little bit before. So, yeah, I, I do get it. Um, again, the, not so much for tonight, but previously when he was just digging her out, I, I was surprised that they ended up uh, back together after that. But, you know, if you're going to get back together, properly get back together. But was a radar prediction, wasn't there, Chris, that uh, this was just the precursor, actually? This was a bit of a wobble. And then there's going to be a whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing coming up. I think so, Dave. That is the next line in the reality radar. 100% accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Dave, we have another email. So it's a great one, actually. It's uh, from a great name. Well, the title's from Faux Saints. So uh, apologize. You haven't actually put your name on the bottom. So... Hi, once again, great daily episodes. I think I finally caught up with all the shows. The Islanders are all liars, uh, all liars in Davide's voice. <laughs> I still think Damian India or Davide and Ekisu could win it. I don't think Chris is misogynistic. I just think he's very critical of TV hosts, including Chris Harrison, even before he got fired. Cheers, mate. Hope you have a great day. So that was written by me, by the way, Dave. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Right, the next email is from the legend, Hennessy, one of our patrons, good friends. He's over on Facebook as well. Paul has put some amazing posts up. And he's put prize money, what the fuck? Hi, guys. It has certainly been an entertaining season of Love Island UK. As we near the point where I start to check out because the couples have settled in and the drama has subsided, I have a question. I caught a few episodes of the new horrible reality show, All Star Show on Paramount+. Plus. It's terrible TV and only got sucked in because people from Love Island, Love is Blind and The Bachelor are on it. But to get to the point, the prize money for this low-rated MTV-based trash television is $150,000 compared to Love Island UK, which is a national phenomenon where they only receive $50,000 for their trouble. 
Love Island USA, which had nowhere near the following, offers a prize double that at hundred thousand. I know that unlike these other shows, the winners typically get lucrative advertising deals after the show, but those are not guaranteed. The challenge, produced by the same network, now offers the winners five hundred thousand. Big Brother USA now has a prize for the seven hundred fifty thousand. What gives? And I'll answer this one, Dave. I think the thing he said is I completely agree. I think fifty thousand is nowhere near enough. And ITV too, who and produce the show and and obviously air it in the UK are absolutely blagging the contestants but it's also a loss leader not a loss leader but it's a lucrative not a loss leader at all it's a lucrative move as they in the email for the contestants because it doesn't matter who you are there is guaranteed even the people who go out the first time they'll be making nightclub appearances now so they'll make 50 grand in next to no times and we saw last year with Liberty at the first Instagram post once she left Love Island she got something like 25 grand for one post so the money can be made and I've seen today that Jax's rugby coach because he's already been in he's obviously weird a couple of days behind really in time wise he's already said he's been in to see him about getting back playing rugby but they've already said to he's already said he's going to make a couple of million first which he will so that's where it, it lies I think Hennessy but I completely agree because it always baffles me how poor the prize money is so the next one we've got a couple of long emails now guys so this one's from Mika it's hey guys previously on Love Island that was pretty poor. I actually felt sorry for Jax, to be fair, even before everything kicked off. Paige told Jax he had a problem with anger, how could, how he communicates with her and so on. He agreed. She said he'll have to work on that. He agreed as well. Next thing happens, and of course, he reacts exactly the same as before. Getting angry is not a conscious decision, and telling someone not to be angry doesn't do shit, because that person is angry at that moment in time. I did think that Paige managed it sensibly right there and then by telling him, this is what we've been talking about, and he agreed and tried his best to rein it in. So far, so good. Then she walks away and he's so upset about it that this will need work a lot of time and some coping mechanisms. This was such an unattainable achievement, it might have been the straw that brought the camel's back. While him walking away might have been a cop-out, I'd say he had completely lost his wits, didn't know how to deal with anything anymore, he couldn't even talk, and so he realised, or maybe was prompted, that he needed to walk away from that. Best decision he could have done, and I agree with that. I am nonetheless pretty sad that he walked. I would have loved to see him lay off the smack of down an Adam's candy ass. The flatten... That giant could have done wonders for his career. If there are any plans to go back to rugby, and Adam could do with a piece of humble pie. Wasn't his narrative that he used to be a fat kid. So yes, he's huge, but he might not have ever done any contact sports. Now I'm worried about Paige, to be fair. She's the most vulnerable nap right now, and Adam will zone in on her in no time. He might give it a few days for feigned respect and settle for Danica or maybe Ekin Sue, but he'll fuck whoever off after his first manicure and blow dry yes weird love island lingo and go for page having jacks there would have shifted the attention quite a bit with the guys colliding trying to one up each other who's going to save her now from that toxic prick the one that stayed not the one that left i had to check up on why i dislikes adam so much four years is a long time but boy now it's back and boy what an arse he is on other news, Adam seems to have given up on Gemma already. He kind of tried to pass the torch to Billy as they have more in common, wink, wink, smirk. Maybe he's not had to put the least bit of work in and he's probably not going to start now. Gemma is turning out to be my absolute favourite Islander this season. Also, funny that Adam doesn't go for any of the unpopular girls like Coco and they're not a big enough price maybe. 
Adam and Tasha are back again. I think they might need to take another referendum. They are so bad for each other. How can they not see that? Let's see how things continue. Keep up the good work, gents. Meet Micah. So thank you very much, Micah. Brilliant, brilliant email. And then our last one is from Chrissy. And now this is a good one. Love Island Season 8 Thoughts. Hi, Chris and Dave. I'm so happy to have found your podcast. I love reality TV shows like Big Brother, Bachelor, Bachelorette, Survivor, 90 Day Fiance and more. I listened to podcasts for all those for all of those shows, but I didn't have one for Love Island until now. Thank you for your warm welcome into the Facebook group and shout out to Tom for posting all the links to the episodes. I was finally able to catch up because Hulu daily releases are about 10 episodes behind. About all the hosts, I think Laura is miles ahead of Ariel. I think I dislike Ariel as much as Chris dislikes Laura. She does absolutely nothing except walk around in slow motion in the first and last episode. We don't have an after sun for US, but she would be a terrible host for that too. Ariel interviewed the couples at the finale and she was so unnatural. I know they're obsessed with blonde white woman hosting, but at least pick someone with charm and charisma. My favourite host is hands down the monk. I love her so much, I think it's just her voice and her accent. Women with low voices are so sexy and the catchphrase, bring on the monk, makes me so happy. I've really agreed with most of your takes about Andrew and Tasha. And at this point, I'm so tired of Tasha. I wish she would just take her wild and crazy self home. She just can't help but to check if the grass is green on the other side. Andrew is all right in my book since he gave us that I licked her tit or whatever line. What a masterpiece of a line. (laughs) Yes, that's very true. I also agree with the points about Jax. I've never heard anyone use the excuse of having ADHD to cheat on someone. Makes no sense. I didn't at first see what you meant about Paige laughing with Dammy about kissing Summer. I thought since Dammy is seemingly the jokes of the villa, it just always a laugh to talk talk to him, even with the serious things at times. Now I'm getting tired of Paige too, though. At least Millie made Liam jump through hoops last season. Paige is just smitten with a toxic whiny little boy. I never found Dammy attractive and his constant farting around the villa doesn't help. I'm honestly so surprised India didn't seem to give Deji a chance. He was so charming and cute, but maybe you guys were right. They both just planned to recouple off camera when Casa Moore happened. Finally, Ekinsu and Davide. I've always believed in the reality radar, Chris, mostly because I was spoilt and knew something had gone down. Ha ha. But Ekinsu is growing on me and said she was an actress because I am too. I've never seen someone openly go in as an actor on any of these shows because there's such a negative opinion about not being genuine. Naturally, I was irritated with her when all the J stuff happened, although it was very entertaining to watch. I'm happy she's finally settled down and taken some responsibility for her actions. I just wonder if she'll do the same with whatever happened in Casa Amor under the covers before the movie night comes. So sorry for the long email, but I'm looking forward to the rest of the coverage for Love Island UK and very soon Love Island US. So, so then you'll be every day twice a day. So then... You'll be every day, twice a day. Ha ha, Godspeed. Thank you, Chrissy. <laughs> I may agree with them sentiments, Chrissy, but David doesn't, so we'll see. Absolutely brilliant, Chris. I just, I love all this interaction, all the different perspectives, the different way people see things, uh, poking little bits of fun at us, you know. And I, I, it's just brilliant. I just love it. And we don't get this when we do the other seasons, you know, the other series, rather, um, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't quite hit like Love Island. And I think it is that kind of uh, relentless nature of it. You know, if you drop a show on Netflix, everyone's going to watch it at a different time. So when we did like Love is Blind, Do Not Handle, things like that, 
Uh, whereas this, you kind of have to be within that 24-hour window or else it's chip shop uh, uh, wrapping paper, isn't it? You know, so um, no, absolutely brilliant, mate. Oh, great stuff, mate. Thank you. And big thanks to everyone, as always, for all your support. Go over to Chris and Asia Reality TV cast. We want to get it to 300 uh, people over there, all friends talking about the things we love. So we're, we're about 255 now. So we're climbing every day, which is brilliant. So tell your friends if they like a bit of Love Island or reality stuff, you know, to get over there and hopefully they can join the conversation. Uh, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. And also the links are in the podcast notes here for any of the merchandise. If you do want want the world famous reality radar t-shirts so roll call of honor is gavin maggie Kristen, zoe tom jillian michelle keith helen brianna neve jacqueline noreen amy joanna helen libby katie Didi, hannah priscilla susan hennessy Haley, lauren lucky lula green and kent gustafson so thank you so much guys we really appreciate all your support so mate a great episode it wasn't the, the best episode but a great episode me and you chatting together and hopefully we get more drama tomorrow Awesome, mate. Well, thank you very much, sir, for another uh, dissection in our daily, not daily podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks to everyone out there for listening and supporting us. It's been fantastic. Um, Yeah, we're coming close to the the end of, was it week six now or something, Chris? Yeah. So um, absolutely brilliant. Thanks a lot, mate. And I'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.